0: This episode may contain mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Content warnings can be found in the episode description.
1: Hey, we are the lab doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy.
2: And I'm Zhao Yong.
1: We
0: are biomedical researchers who realise we still have a lot to learn about science.
2: So why not join us on this quest?
1: Welcome back to the Lab Doctors podcast. On this Today We Learn episodes, we will be talking about useless body parts. In case you missed it, Today We Learn episodes are the ones where we answer questions based on what we already know, and then we go back home, do some research, and come back in part two to tell you what we have found.
2: Yeah, so we are doing a second part for useless body parts because we realised that there were too many body parts (laughs) that we think are generally useless. And so, yeah, enjoy round two.
0: Let's go. First one belly button.
2: I think it's completely (laughs) useless.
0: I mean, after birth, of course, it's very important when you are a baby. (laughs) 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 Please don't forget that.
2: Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, so
1: as babies, it's where the placenta connects to. Wait, what's it called? The umbilical umbilical, cord. yeah. yeah, Yeah, so the umbilical cord connects to the belly button of the baby, which acts as the source of. Food? Nutrients? food and nutrients. everything from the mum so it's, in,
2: it's not really food that's flying through it's the, the <laughs> connection yeah. of the, the bloodstreams right yeah Yeah.
1: which provides nutrients and yeah. all the other things that babies need to yeah. go
2: even oxygen so it's actually pretty cool mm. if you think about it
1: and then what is yeah. the umbilical cord connected to
2: the stomach <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
2: my god I thought it was a. I thought it was a dumb question. Oh. Why, why would it be at the belly if not this? Stuff?
1: No, I I meant it, it, yeah. to the mum.
2: Oh, to the mum? Oh, to the, the mum. The placenta? Yeah, placenta.
1: The placenta. placenta. Okay. So placenta. it's just... Okay, let's not go into pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a whole <laughs> other episode that we can talk about. Yeah. So, okay. okay. Back
0: to the belly
2: button. Yeah, back to the belly button. Okay, so I mean once you're I I think it's completely useless. What purpose does it serve besides looking like a weird hole that
1: <laughs> you use dirt. an
2: alien? <laughs> yeah,
0: that call, for nothing exactly. That's why it's useless, and you have to Maybe clean it,
2: it. It helps your your immune system as a child because it collects dirt. And, and then you touch it. Oh, babies actually dig
0: on their belly buttons, yeah. right? Sometimes they <laughs> are like so. what is this hole, and then they start digging on it. Yeah, I
2: don't <laughs> know. know.
0: <laughs> and then they put it in the
2: mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then they 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 get all the pathogens and then their mm. immune immune system gets primed.
0: Wow, how useful for a baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but yeah, in the grand scheme of things. I don't know, besides weirdest immune responses. I don't think belly buttons serve a function.
1: It just has to be at the right place. For the umbilical cord. So after birth does it. After birth.
0: Serve it a still purpose? has to be in the right place. It doesn't even oh. it's not even pressable. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, in fact you press it, I feel like puking sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe it's to trigger the puke Ooh. response. Oh, maybe I like if
0: you're motion sick, then you're like the press. present. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, does that work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to find out. I don't want to
2: find out either. Okay, next. Uh, so next, we have the appendix, right? Yep. Now, I think this has a purpose. It's just we haven't found it.
0: I agree, I agree. Really? I, I thought I yeah. read
2: some paper where it's some paper.
1: immune yes. response. I mm. read the paper where it apparently stores good bacteria for your gut. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. And then
1: that's why it can kind of help balance the gastrointestinal tract yeah. microbiome. Yeah. But I don't know if that's proven though.
2: Um, No idea. As in, so it does serve a function, but whether or not it's critical for survival, you know, the whole thing about thriving and surviving again, is that I don't think it's required because people always get appendectomies or so
1: Appendix is the first time I learned the word vestigial, you know.
2: Yeah, so Yeah, so I feel...
1: Vestigial means, biologically, it means that the body part has lost its function. Yeah, Uh. so previously
2: evolutionarily, there was a function and it got lost.
1: Yeah. But other than the gut microbiome theory.
2: I can't remember. I remember there was some immune response. Thing. I yeah, also people so. get
1: appendectomy so, yeah, and yeah. they still survive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, oh, appendicitis is when your appendix is inflamed, inflamed and then that's what causes pain mm. and then you have to remove it. So removing it is the process is called appendectomy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they still survive. So I guess yeah, yeah. it's... And some people do it preventatively yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. without any appendicitis or anything they mm. just remove it yeah because they think oh it's better if i don't have an appendix yeah. mm. i think
0: it has a purpose like with regards to whatever yeah. we've just said but it's not very very crucial like if you lose mm. a finger oh no if you lose a finger that's quite bad like if you lose your <laughs>
1: eyebrow,
2: <laughs> one wow.
0: eyebrow one eyebrow maybe it's like uh, you will still survive
2: feel like if you can tell emotions with just one eyebrow
0: Uh, you have to learn other ways. But (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs)
1: He's closing one of his
0: eyebrows and just
1: (laughs) looking at what emotions I'm
2: about yes
0: you're raising the other eye.
2: (laughs) Okay, so I guess it still works.
0: I guess there's yeah, but it's not completely useless. Mm. And I I wouldn't I wouldn't remove it for the sake of prevention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I would rather have Have (laughs) everything just in case one day it saves my life (laughs) some stem cell whatever
2: yeah Yeah. please clone me from my appendix
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so the last thing that we're gonna talk about is nipples I guess mainly for men because for women
2: it's Mm-hmm.
1: where the milk is dispensed to the baby. Yeah, the baby
2: sucks on it. Yeah. Well, there's one way to talk about breastfeeding. Why? Yeah,
0: oh, It's a
1: long there's
2: way. It's <laughs> <way. laughs> where the milk is dispensed. I know,
1: but we're not going <laughs> to go into the nuances of breastfeeding and know, pregnancy in know, this episode. So we're like, just talking about what the function of the nipple is. I know, but
2: it's like you could have just said women use it for breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a dispenser. Very
0: accurate.
1: Trying to convey the function. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Okay, but for males, what is it for?
2: I don't know. But before that, I have a question for Dorothy. Yes. Do gorillas have nipples?
0: Male gorillas. Male. I think have. Do they not?
2: I don't know. Do they? Cats don't. Right. Most animals don't.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. Like, like if you see the bottom of a dog, a male yeah. dog, there's yeah. no bumps. Yeah. Even for mice, like yeah. the female ones have
2: Do male gorillas have nipples? Oh, <sighs>
0: because gorillas are quite close to us, right? Yeah. No idea. I need to Google a picture. Should I Google a picture now?
1: <laughs> so we were trying to ask me yesterday, but we didn't want to
0: Google. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. should we Google it or later? Like part but, two.
2: Okay, so basically right now in my brain, I'm just thinking about, you know, Godzilla versus tongue. Uh, uh, Can you yeah. watch it? No, I haven't. Oh, but I
1: heard it was I, trash.
2: Oh, is it? I'm a bit no, not but okay. It. <laughs> um, like, Kong doesn't have nipples. Really? But I don't know if it's because, you know, it needs to be PG and nipples aren't. You, none, I mean,
0: male nipples uh, are PG, supposedly. Guy nipples.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because like, oh God, you said are or aren't. Arr, arr. Wait, so what's the point of male nipples then?
2: I don't think there's an express purpose. You know some videos of like cute, not really cute baby. I don't find babies cute. Sorry, I take that all back. Some <laughs> cute videos of babies trying to suck breast milk from their dad's nipples is quite funny. Really? It's like, haha, <laughs> fool. <laughs> that sounds so cute. No, that's just because
1: they are Yeah, innocent. the
0: video is cute. Yeah, but I
2: don't think... <sighs> no, no, no. Males are not <laughs> dispensing breast <laughs> milk. Sure. they don't like pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but some males do uh, because of hormone problems or something. Oh. Yeah. I think if I'm not wrong.
1: Because basically you produce milk because of the whole progesterone, Mm. estrogen and like all the hormones being.
2: But I think, um, yeah, some males, if they got hormonal problems, Mm. they might lactate.
1: Okay, so I've Googled.
2: Yeah. (laughs) The male gorillas have nipples?
1: I don't
0: know what I'm searching, but it's like, they have weird <laughs> images coming up. Whoa. As in like, oh, an incognito mode. <laughs> no, 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 but like gorillas, just pictures of gorillas. And then, initially I searched gorilla nipple and I realised, and then there was weird articles coming out, but like now I searched oh male gorilla nipples and they still show me pictures of gorillas with nipples. Oh, do you know that? So I think there is.
2: Yeah, male gorillas have nipple.
0: Is that your answer?
1: Yeah, Then great. why did you ask me to Google, you could have just told me that they have. Oh
2: no, and then I'm like, oh okay, great. <laughs> oh okay. you know
1: the, the monkey character in Lion King?
2: <laughs> monkey character. Rafiki?
1: Rafiki. Uh, Rafiki. Does doesn't he Rafiki have
2: nipples? Does Rafiki have nipples? I don't
0: know, I always imagine the drawing of Isn't the chest, but like <laughs> male nipples are um, PG. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> I <laughs> don't um, know. Does
2: King Kong have
0: nipples? I think I don't know. Okay, so basically I'm male Google nipples are useless, nipple. right? Just Stop.
2: <laughs> are these King Kong's nipples, they're disproportionately small? Yes, they small. are. They are. They're really small. Because oh. it has evolved
0: to not need it and therefore they're small. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's my hypothesis. <laughs> okay, so besides breastfeeding, do nipples serve any other purpose? So can you remove it? Because you know mastectomy, like um, for preventing breast cancer, mm-hmm. you can remove your nipples. I mean, your it breasts. Is, I okay. mean, but then part of the breast that is removed is the nipples, yeah, right? Yeah, I And they are so. still fine? Yeah. So actually... I think you can do without it if you have
0: already given birth breastfeed. But I mean, if you don't have it and you have a child, you just give it formula
2: milk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are good alternatives out there.
0: Yeah, so it's not... So it's useless for males, especially. <laughs> it's just an evolutionarily conserved thing.
2: Yeah, it's just because basically it develops before sexual differentiation during... Gestation or oh, the development of the baby. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And that's why it's just there.
1: Mm. Okay. So I guess we have three main things to answer this episode. Mm. So the three body parts are belly buttons, appendix, and nipples for males. Stay, Stay tuned. Welcome back to part two of useless body parts. Two. <laughs> the first useless body part that we were talking about in this episode was the belly button. Mm. Is there a point?
2: Yeah, so long story short, nope. <laughs> Moving on.
1: Oh, yeah. No, come on. Explain. Explain. Okay. We want to know. Okay,
2: okay. So like what we mentioned, I think in the first part, we said that um, the belly button was caused by the detachment of the umbilical cord after birth. So, biologically, there isn't really a use for the belly button. Besides, I mean, right now, they are studying into the microbiome. <laughs> so, but <laughs> honestly, I, I don't really know how, you know... it would
0: help. It sounds so funny because like, do you clean your belly buttons? Yeah, once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, So like, what's the point of studying if I'm cleaning it? (laughs) I (laughs) don't
2: know. Oh, so they were looking into the diversity of like the the microbiome at the belly button. Apparently, there was this guy that didn't shower for years. (gasps) Self-reported didn't shower for years and they found archaea in his belly button. What? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, a different It was archaea type. again? It's like, so there are three different, I think it's like bacteria, eukaryotes and archaea. Oh,
0: right, 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 right. Okay, so so, coming back to me.
2: Basically, there are just many different types of microorganisms and uh-huh. this is a different branch of organisms altogether. Okay. Yeah. So, they found that in his belly button, self-reported, didn't shower for years. <sighs> but...
1: How? Maybe they're homeless.
2: Don't judge. I don't know.
1: Then there is a homeless problem. As in, you know, yes. we should be taking care of the homeless. Yes. It's exactly. my point. I'm not judging him. I'm judging the failure of society.
2: Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I, I feel like I just moved on on the homeless problem. <laughs> As in, we are not experts in this. So yes. We cannot. We,
1: Comments. Yeah.
2: So biologically, it doesn't really have a function that we have found, but for other purposes, like visually, anatomically, it's a useful landmark for us to find out okay, where exactly is the, the midline? Faction? Oh my
1: goodness, because oh. things like shingles. Yeah. So I got shingles last year yeah. and. Um, basically, it can't cross the midline. Yeah. So, anatomically, the belly button is it's where m- it stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, it's a landmark for... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, <laughs> the belly for button has a you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's more for us to understand where things are in our body. It's not really, mm. like, that mm-hmm. biological.
0: That's at. true, that's true. They'll be like, where's your waist? Then be like, how many fingers above the belly button or whatever? Yeah. Or, like, at your belly button. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it's useful for us in that sense. It is also useful in certain types of surgeries. So mm. it's to make it less invasive, so you don't need to open up the person. So for some surgeries that involve the gallbladder, surgeons might opt to use the belly button to make a small incision in the belly button to, to operate. Mm.
1: Um, like and, keyhole surgery.
2: Yeah, and it's also used for another type of surgery called laparoscopic laparoscopic. Leproscopic. Leparoscopic surgery. <laughs> and that is basically them inserting a small telescope-like tool. So it's like a, a I don't know, optical... It's a scope. It's type of, a type of scope. Yeah, it's like a type of scope. Let them go inside your, your gut to see what's wrong. So basically to check out on your organs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, it, again, it's also used, as in the belly button, it's also used there to reduce the invasiveness of surgery. Surgery. Yeah. So, uh, surgeries through the belly button not only reduces scarring, but it also shortens recovery time and lowers the risk of infection. Oh. So, mm. it's useful there. And lastly, we were saying belly buttons is useful to, to find out where our midline is and all these things. Do you know there are people without belly buttons? What? How? So, this is based on the topic of, you know, when we were saying, like, how come there are some people with outer, like, outy belly buttons, like, their belly mm. buttons jut out, whereas most other people is in. So, most of the time, the belly button's in, and contrary to popular belief, it is not based on how the umbilicus is cut. It is just based on how the tissue scars and forms. Oh. So, it's just Random. Wait,
1: umbilicus is
2: oh the umbilicus is the belly button. Oh, it's the scientific oh, okay. term okay. for the belly button.
1: And the umbilical cord is the thing that you cut. Why don't we call it umbilicus? Actually, who came yeah, up with belly cord? button?
2: Oh, the belly button.
1: Yeah, I guess it's less scientific. Oh, okay, belly button. Yeah, Sorry. the button on my belly. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> because I'm thinking is oh umbilicus is such a good term for it's
0: belly button. Nice actually. actually Yeah. <laughs> It's also sophisticated and useful. Yeah.
2: I think belly button is just funny. It's like you go and boop someone <laughs> in the belly button and, then, and then they scream because it's actually very sensitive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why it's called the button. Because <laughs> you move <laughs> it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. In general, how the scarring forms would cause more innies than Mm outies. But there is this condition called umbilical hernia. So a hernia is basically when one of your internal organs juts out from uh, any type of like wall or membrane or or layer. Yeah. So an umbilical hernia can occur in babies when they are forming the abdominal wall doesn't form completely and something just juts out and causes oh. the belly button to jut out. So this can be easily corrected by surgery mm-hmm. but the resulting scar doesn't really look like a belly button. So it really? just looks flat. Yeah, so there was this. But
0: m- mine looks like a belly button.
1: I had hernia. No, no, no. So oh, it, I it, think this one is developmental. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Not post-surgery. No, no,
2: no. Yeah. yeah. So there are, actually there are many types of hernias also so okay. it mm. really depends on what you got but this, type, the umbilical hernia, it can cause a person to essentially visually not have a belly button. Oh, Oh, cool. Yeah, so apparently there's this uh, model that doesn't have a belly button. I I don't know what's her name. I just saw the picture and I was like, someone photoshopped away her belly. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the next thing is the appendix. What's the point, right? Yes. So researchers believe that the appendix is designed to protect good bacteria in the gut. So why and when would we ever need this reservoir of good bacteria? Okay. So they suggest that when someone gets diarrhea or other conditions that clear out the intestines and the gastrointestinal tract, the good bacteria in the appendix can repopulate the intestine and prevent opportunistic bad bacteria from taking over. Uh.
2: That makes sense.
1: However, because of modern societies are generally cleaner and have better access to medical care, the maintenance of this reservoir of beneficial bacteria may not be necessary, which is why removing it doesn't seem to have a negative impact on patients. And I also read this uh, interesting thing about the hygiene theory. So the hygiene theory is that humans have more active immune systems because they haven't been exposed to bad things.
2: It's like your body doesn't know how to respond to pathogens because it has never been trained to do so. Mm -hmm. Okay, so
1: then another thing with the hygiene theory is autoimmune diseases where the immune system actually attacks yourself. Right. So the hygiene theory actually kind of makes the appendix even more useless because uh, it's not very dirty nowadays. Okay. So your immune system actually starts to attack the good bacteria In your appendix.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: But these are actually theories. So, a more recent phylogenetic study, so a phylogenetic study is basically the study of evolutionary relationships in biology, suggested that the appendix may be linked to the immune system. Specifically, that species with an appendix had higher concentrations of lymphoid or immune tissues in the cecum or a part of the intestine. Mm -hmm. So, they may play an important role as a secondary immune organ. So, I know this all sounds super deep, but basically the appendix acts as a site to expose white blood cells to antigens and for substances in the gastrointestinal tract and have been shown to be involved in the maturation of some white blood cells and production of antibodies. Mm. So interestingly, another thing that the appendix is useful for Uh is I found this really old article on the Scientific American published in the 90s, which says that the appendix can also be used as an important backup for reconstructive surgical techniques. So one of the examples they gave was in patients who have had their urinary bladder removed, surgeons may take a section of the intestines to form a replacement bladder, whilst the appendix can be used to recreate the sphincter muscle. So the muscle that keeps the the urine in the bladder Uh to maintain continence in the patient.
2: But how does that work? I
0: don't know. So that means the appendix has muscles surrounding it and they can use that. I
2: have no idea. Yeah, but this
1: article is really old though and I couldn't really... Find out more. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. (laughs) I mean, I I was more interested in all the immune things, Mm. like the immune. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so apparently, I think more studies are being done about the immune aspect of the appendix. Okay. But it's quite interesting, actually, that you can, the appendix may be useful in some instances.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't cut it off unless I really need to. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Also, I think we said this,
1: right? Like uh, you might need it in the yeah. in part one we were saying, oh maybe it might be useful and we never know. Never know.
2: And also, I guess why expose yourself to surgery when you don't have to? You true, know? true. Unless yeah. you can do it through the belly button. <laughs> oh
1: my can God. they? It's I quite do. nearby. It's
2: nearby, right? Yeah,
1: it's near enough. Okay, so moving on to the last useless body part that we talked about. Nipples. The, yeah. Whether King Kong has nipples. (laughs) Yes. He does, right? Yeah, Yeah, he does. He does. It's really small, remember? Yes. Google googled it.
0: (laughs) So, nipples. So, I'm going to be talking about male nipples to be more specific because we all know what female nipples and breasts can do. Right. Yes. And so, tell Yong talk about how females were formed first.
2: Well, not formed first, it's the default. It's the default, yes.
0: But I think we can think of it as more. Like we were first formed gender neutral. But basically, it's only a few weeks later in development in the womb would the Y chromosome kick in and then you form the male. So the male nipple is like a vestigial trait. So vestigial trait means like something that's uh. We talked uh, about it in the appendix part.
2: Retained, right? Retain. Oh, it's just but routine. we did. Yeah.
0: yeah, we filmed part one two weeks ago, guys. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, so there is no need for evolution to select against it, and they're still there. However, mm. upon researching, I found that they actually have a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually sensitive to touch. And can be used for erotic stimulation. With one study finding that it enhanced sexual arousal in fifty two percent of men. Fifty two, like half. Wow, of men.
2: <laughs> Wait, that doesn't feel very significant, does it? Huh? Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Really if you
0: go and read about like, all the sex things, right? I don't. Uh-huh. I think fifty two is an high. Okay, percentage. Okay. There's some like other things that's like lesser. Okay. So yeah, I guess it has a purpose. Because in females also, it's the same. Like, you touch it, nice, right? So another interesting thing is that lactation is also possible for men.
1: What? Right.
0: Yeah. This could be due to a condition known oh, as the
1: hormones. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> male galactoria, mm. chim word. And there are a few causes such as overactive thyroid or overproduction of the hormone called prolactin. So prolactin is needed for breast grow and milk to be produced during
1: pregnancy and breastfeeding. So another thing we talked about in the first part of this is animals. King Kong. Yeah, yeah King and Kong. I guess animals is King Kong an animal? <laughs> King Kong. Is the name of
2: it. Massive gorilla.
1: (laughs) Can King Kong talk in the movies? No, right? I have no idea. But can communicate somehow. Oh, it's communicating through the bank. I didn't watch this. It it
2: communicates through eye glances. It looks like. Right? That's
1: what I was thinking. It, It communicates somehow. He. He communicates somehow. He. He, right? Okay, anyway.
2: So what
0: about animals? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so for animals, um, whether they have nipples, I'll go into the class Mammalia because other classes don't have nipples as they don't feed their young with milk. Right, mm. like birds and lizards. Yeah. Do
2: lizards have... No. No, <laughs> lizards Oh my god, if a lizard no. had nipples, I would be so disturbed. It's <laughs> very disturbing only enough. My <laughs> goodness.
0: I'm so scared of lizards. Lizards lay eggs. <laughs>
2: right well technically platypus lay eggs but technically they secret never mind moving on I'll
0: go into later. Yeah, platypus later so platypus uh,
2: <laughs> platypusers? no idea okay. anyway
0: <laughs> for primates so yes we know they're very much like humans they're very closely related to humans uh-huh. on the phylogenetic tree uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Smaller animals like cats and dogs, they do have nipples too, even for the males, which I was finding it like interesting because I don't recall seeing nipples on males, but maybe it's just less obvious than all females. Yeah, Like in mice, right? I'm coming to mice in a bit. Okay, (laughs) mice, the male mice don't have nipples because these are regressed during development. So they are like a bit different from the other mammals. Right. What about marine animals? This is quite interesting because... Some marine animals, they do feed their young life, right? So for pinny pets like sea lions, seals, and walruses, they have retractable nipples. <laughs> what? Oh. This is kind of cool because in general... it's like,
1: quite...
0: Like, wow. if, you, if you think of... Yeah, I don't I didn't go and read into like the mechanism of it, but yeah. basically because you think about these marine animals, they need to swim, they need to be, what do you call it? (laughs) Hydrodynamic. (laughs) hydrodynamic. I was like, what's the other one for aerodynamic? But hydrodynamic. So, all these need to be like, tucked in and smooth. They need to be like, swim fast and stuff. Oh. And for the cetaceans, I don't know how to pronounce this, which includes the whales and dolphins, right? Uh-huh. They have a memory slit, which is a fold of skin containing the nursing
1: parts that are beneath. Oh, so it's hidden. Yeah. To maintain hydrodynamic.
2: I don't know. I'm just like imagining retractable as in, it's like a slot opens up like mechanically. Yeah, I don't know if it's like out. a muscle they can like <laughs> suck yeah. it back in
0: or something. Maybe it's a
2: muscle. I mean I'm, but you know it's like there will still be a fold, right? Or
0: it might just flatten in. I don't know. like you suck in your stomach and then you suck in your ah, Yeah. I have no idea okay.
2: actually. I'm still imagining <laughs> <just> <laughs> Maybe You can top. go and
0: watch some videos and I'll put the link <laughs> in the description.
2: Just watch COSPRESS feed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then going to swim. <laughs> can do we even YouTube the
0: <laughs> Anyway? Hey. So for the platypuses, platypus, <laughs> Platy- <laughs> platypuses. Okay, they are in this fam uh, in, this, in this family or class. I don't know what's the classification called. Monotremes. Hey, eh, monotremes. I googled how to pronounce it yesterday. Okay. <laughs> monotremes, both male and female monotremes, which include the platypus and the echidnas. Echidnus. Mm. Okay, no, yeah. They lack nipples. Right. These monotremes are egg-laying mammals. Yeah. And the young actually suck milk from patches of mammary hair. Yeah. Oh. It, it's
2: like sweat, if I recall. Oh, is it? As in, it's simil- as in the, the mechanism is similar to sweat. So mm-hmm. it's like they are licking the fur for nutrients or something. Oh. Something like that. I, oh, now I it know. makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Wow.
1: Well, oh, yeah. But then that would be in female, right? Oh, mammal, uh, um, male uh, probably. platypi also can...
2: I, I think male females platypus? platypuses right, they are male
1: platypus? <laughs> yeah that has to be if not how are they reproducing I don't know they might be hermaphrodites are they? no they no, are not that's
0: Perry the platypus but okay that comes to the point on like what I'm talking here is about nipples for mm-hmm. animals oh okay yes. and not breath itself so they yeah. can like for the females they can still have the memory glands and producing yeah. milk yes whether or not they have nipples. whatever kind of nipple they have. <laughs>
1: Wow, so I guess actually all these useless body parts do have some use. Some use? Yeah.
2: Whether or not, you know, biological or physiological, like the belly button, it's still another thing, I guess. Mm. As in, we found a use for the belly button. Yeah, like you, you tap know? on yeah.
0: these kind of useless thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Jingles. And it's
2: like, we tap on how the appendix can be used as
1: yeah, a yeah. sphincter
2: muscle. Mm, purportedly. Purportedly. <laughs> as usual, follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. A like and a comment would help us a lot.
0: You can also follow us on our social media Instagram, Twitter and Facebook Feel free to DM us any questions Alternatively
1: you can email us at thelabdoctors at gmail.com If you enjoyed this podcast please share it with your friends and family Thank you Bye bye
2: Bye